welcome back to the Vitamin J Podcast, Episode 7, One of the Most Important Things in Life. Welcome back to the Vitamin J Podcast, Episode 7. You know me, I'm Isaac. Today we have the pleasure of an incredible blogger joining us, Monica Therese. Hello, thank you for having me. Yeah, this is the Catholic Teen Podcast where we give advice, share stories, give faith tidbits, and other random faith stuff. Today we're going to discuss prayer. Should we really pray? Is it important? I've asked Monica to be a part of this episode because of her amazing testimony and experience with prayer. Monica runs a blog called Desiring Heaven. She's been doing this since about 2015, and now has 134 followers. Is that right? Yep. Copy praised. Yeah. She's got amazing posts. It's incredible. How and why did you come to do this? Well, when... 2015, quite a while ago, and I wanted to start the blog then because I just liked writing, and I also... Uh, was passionate about my Catholic faith and felt that the best way to bring two of the best worlds together in my eyes was through a blog. And I didn't really know what I was doing, but I just kind of gave it a go, figured out a platform to start on, and started writing about just what kind of came to my heart through prayer and spiritual reading and what I just felt called to share. And it just kind of kept coming along year after year, and I did not really expect to keep going this long, but God had other plans, and he kept pushing me back towards the pen and paper, and um, a lot of people have been touched through it, so I'm very happy. Yeah, that's awesome. I have definitely been touched through it. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. And yeah, it's I Desire Heaven, don't we all? (laughs) Yes, yes. Heaven is... The ultimate goal that we should all be striving for, and it is the main focus of our lives, and kind of why I decided to call it because I really want everything that we're trying to do, everything that I'm sharing with people, to focus towards heaven and bring us closer to God, which is the whole eternity. What's that all? What that's all about is actually spending time with God. But we don't have that yet. We're here on earth right now, and our main link to that is through prayer, as we're here to discuss today. Yes. So, yeah, we wanted to give some prayer episodes. We're going to start just with this, and maybe we'll get more specific in the future. But Monica has an amazing testimony on prayer, and she has a little bit about that on her blog but she is going to share that here also, so you guys can get a peek of that. Yes, okay. It goes back uh, maybe five years now, kind of. It really wasn't that long ago that I had um, this transformative moment in my life and really realizing the importance of prayer. I'm halfway through my college career right now, but back in high school, I went through a lot of struggles Um, as maybe some of you guys can relate to, of feeling just lonely and unwanted and unsatisfied with life. 
Um, high school can be a hard time and it can be hard to feel like you are truly loved as we're trying to just figure out where we're supposed to be in life and where God's calling us because there's so much pressure when you graduate to have it all figured out. And so going through high school, I was just struggling to find that joy around other people. And I was constantly trying to pray for that joy to come, but I just kept feeling dissatisfied and was not getting that answer to prayers. I wanted that change. I wanted to be happy, but it just wasn't coming. And I was getting frustrated because I was praying for it. And I didn't think that God was hearing me after years of going through this. But um, there was hope at a turning point at the end of junior year. I was able to attend my first Stoomville Youth Conference, which is an amazing conference to go to um, with a bunch of other, like, what, a thousand high schoolers? I know you've been. Um, we talked about this before. Yeah, it's, there's a lot of people there, and it's a powerful retreat. <laughs> it is. They, they get you pumped up, but then they also bring you really deep and make you cry and make you think about life and where you want to go and um, your relationship with God. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. Uh, but there's one part of the retreat that um, everyone always looks forward to, Saturday night. Yeah, there's three days. Well, Friday, it's usually Friday to Sunday, and Saturday night is usually the peak of the retreat. Mm-hmm. We have adoration. Well, we have adoration every night, but for some reason, it seems like the Holy Spirit is very <laughs> present on Saturday <laughs> <Yes>. night. <laughs> you've kind of been there for about 24 hours now, and you've started to get into the mode, forgotten about life. Exactly. And uh, kind of ready to just get get your Jesus fill. Yes. And, uh, and so during my first Doomville, I had decided to go on this retreat and still struggling with feeling alone in life and was frustrated still that God wasn't answering my prayers. And when I went on this retreat, I kind of was just done at this point. I was done asking um, over and over again and just wanted him to give me an answer, but it wasn't happening. So I was done and I was just given up. Kind of just like, God, fine, you take it. It's in your control now. I gave it up to him as the monstrance as he entered the room. And it was that moment as I gazed upon him, I offered him all of my struggles and prayers and he looked back to me through the Eucharist and and he gave me an answer to my prayers. And I realized that he actually wanted me and that I've been missing this whole search for joy and fulfillment in life and I've been actually starving for a deeper relationship with him which is why I haven't been feeling that because I've been looking for it elsewhere in the world Mm -hmm. and not actually looking to him for it and turning to him and realizing that Jesus is my ultimate friend Mm -hmm. he's the friendship that I've been wanting through all of high school and gazing upon him in the monstrance, um, in the Eucharist, it just hit me right there. And I, um, realized that he's the true friend that wants me. That really struck deep and it kind of made life a little bit easier than after that, realizing that God wanted to be my friend and that was where I should be searching. And so after that senior year, then I had this retreat high and um, things were a little better, but it's still a little hard to change right after that. The switch of a moment, it's still a struggle, but I was trying to build that relationship with God. I want, I knew that that was where it needed to grow 
Um, I still was trying to find the satisfaction elsewhere, even though I knew in the back of my mind that God wanted me. I still wasn't fully giving myself to him. But then about six months later, I went on another retreat. Uh, These great moments (laughs) that kind of get you away from the world and help you actually slow down and realize, get a chance to talk to God and have him talk to you and realize kind of what you've not been listening to all in the busy life. It quiets down your mind. Yes. Gets rid of all those distractions so you can actually hear the Lord. For sure. And this second retreat I went on to, I personally love even more than Steubenville because they do a better job at giving you that opportunity to quiet your mind and actually listen to Jesus talk. And it's called the Presence Retreat. Mm -hmm. I agree with Monica and Steubenville is amazing. But the Presence Retreat is probably more of my favorite. It's a lot more personal and it's a little calmer, not as upbeat. It's more centered around the Eucharist. During all the talks, Jesus is in the monstrance in the middle of the whole gym. So Mm -hmm. he's always there and you just really come to love Jesus in the Eucharist and build a relationship with him during this retreat. Right, because your focus is always drawn to him right there in the middle of the room. You don't got to wait till at night when adoration happens. He's Uh there all the time. Yeah, and like during the talks, you can just look over and just like, hey, Jesus. (laughs) For sure. So yeah, this retreat uh, was another huge step in my journey and actually the pivotal, the highest moment of it. Because on this retreat, I realized how much I was actually holding back. On Stoomville, God had told me that he wanted me. He was giving himself to me. He offered himself to me. Here, I'm here to be your friend and to have this deep relationship with you that I long for. I died on the cross because I love you and I want to be united to you in this relationship of love. I realized that then, but I hadn't. It kind of was like, yes, that's amazing. I love you. Thank you. But I then wasn't like, here am I. Here mm-hmm. am I now offer myself back to you because that's really what a friendship boils down to. A friendship mm-hmm. needs to have balance. Your best friend, if you were giving so much, like putting so much into that relationship and they're not putting an equal amount, it's not going to feel right. You're going to get burnt out yourself or you're not going to feel loved because it's not equally returned or vice versa. If they're giving um, way more than you and it's going to be hard to keep it strong. You kind of have to both give an equal amount in a way. Mm-hmm. And... That's just the same as with a relationship with God. On the President's Retreat, I realized I had not been giving my heart and my time and ultimately my trust to God because a friendship is all based on trust. And what in the retreat made you come to this realization? Well, actually, it was um, during one of Father's homilies and he was talking about the difference between being just a follower of Jesus versus an actual disciple of Jesus. As Christians, we consider ourselves disciples of Jesus. And he asked all of us that. And we all raised our hand and we're like, yes, I'm a disciple of Jesus. And then he went further to explain, in the Bible, the followers of Jesus were curious about him and like were following him around to like figure out who he is and who he wants. But the disciples... They had actually left their homes. They had given up their job and like given up their livelihood and followed him around all the different cities Mm -hmm. and truly proclaimed him as Messiah. And when he was talking about that, he kind of questioned all of us there on, have you done that? 
do you trust God so much that you're willing to give up your life for him? Give up your social standing, give up your friends, give up your job, your school, just everything that you work for here on earth material wise. Are you willing to give that up because you love Jesus so much? Mm-hmm. That's what a disciple is. Yeah. And when he said that, I then started questioning myself and was like, am I really, can I really call myself a disciple? If, have I really given all that up? And I realized that I hadn't, I hadn't been giving him, he'd given himself to me when he died on the cross, but I hadn't given myself back to him. And so realizing that I then had this moment of turmoil inside and being pulled back and scared to give myself to him. But then praying more about it through it in tears and um, calling upon Mary to help me to just open my heart because I knew that I wouldn't be happy. I hadn't been happy for years and I wouldn't be happy until I was able to give myself and have this friendship with him. I knew that was the answer, but I was struggling inside. Then Mary and Jesus kind of opened my heart and helped me realize that, hey, I'm here. I love you. And I'm not going to want anything bad for you. I only want good for you. So if you give yourself to me, I'm not going to ruin our friendship. I'm not going to ditch you. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to talk behind your back and gossip about you or go for another person, be besties with another person. I Mm -hmm. promise. And that just gave me so much peace and relief, knowing that I can always depend on him forever. So that really brought so much joy to me and in that moment I was like yes God I will give myself to you I'll give I will give it to you and we can move forward and spend the rest of our lives building this strong friendship and it brought me so much joy the joy that I have been wanting for so long that's awesome it it was transformative (laughs) and it was you were telling me earlier just it added so much more to that receiving of the communion that day Uh uh-huh you're just like yes i fully receive you lord that's right because in the eucharist we get to in holy communion we get to receive him inside of us and because i had decided then and there to fully give myself to him it was so much more to receive him because there was that equal he wasn't just giving himself to me in eucharist and i was like thank you god i now keep you I I had given myself to him, and there was that equal balance of giving. It made it way more explosive and just love and joy because of that equal side in there. Yes. It's quite amazing, though, the deal that God gives us. (laughs) Right? (laughs) We give him all of ourselves, but we give him our brokenness, and we're not perfect. Mm -hmm. And what we give is nothing compared to what he gives for us. And it's just his goodness that he would give his entire self, his entire perfectness, his goodness, his all-powerfulness in exchange for us giving him our brokenness. And that's amazing. It really it really humbles you to think of that, to know that he still loves you and wants to be your friend, even though we keep making mistakes. How many times I've forgotten that and ditched him to go off and do what I want to do instead of spending some more time in prayer with him. Yeah which is kind of what it kind of boils down to. As you probably wonder, okay, what does this have to do with prayer? I keep talking yeah. about friendship. Well, there's many things that build a friendship, but there's one thing that kind of like strikes home with building friendship with another person, and that is the time that you spend together. There's a lot of things that go into it, but if you're not spending time together, it's kind of going to dissolve, which makes long-distance relationships so hard yeah. because you're not able to spend like in-person time um, with each other. 
since that's such a key part of building a friendship, if we want to build it with God, we have to spend time with him. What is the ultimate way we spend time with him? <laughs> Through prayer. <laughs> Through prayer, exactly. Bingo, back to the point. <laughs> um, yes, that's... Uh, that's how we spend time with God is through prayer. There's so many different ways to pray. It's not necessarily just the traditional ones we're always taught. It's ultimately just spending time with God, which can be just at the mass because you're with God. You're in his presence, Uh like in the Eucharist presence. And that's how ever since this realization of wanting this to grow this friendship with him, that the importance of prayer and building that relationship because the time that, um, you're spending with him to get to know each other and uh, share things with each other. Like we said, there's lots of different ways. I'm sure you're going to talk about it further that uh, you can do this, like the mass. And I always try to think back of it, of the friendships that we are able to see in real, in like person to person. And when you're spending time with a person, with your friend, there's so many different ways that you do it. You could just spend time in silence with each other, like going on a walk. You're not really saying anything. You're just kind of like enjoying each other's presence or you uh, are sharing your struggles or sharing your day, taking turns talking and sharing your life with each other. Also, you would lift each other up and uh, kind of praise each other's good works and accomplishments in a way. And that's the same thing that we can do with God. We can just mm-hmm. be in his presence in silence, just mm-hmm. going to walk in the woods, but it like kind of acknowledge in your heart that God's with you and just be aware of his presence around you. He also allows us like we're used to sharing our struggles with him and he wants to hear about our day, yes. but he also wants to kind of tell us about his heart as well. We share our heart with him so much, our struggles and our joys, but he also, it's gotta be mutual. You gotta let him share his heart with you and sit in that silence and meditation and reading to hear his voice, which can be hard to do, but it's it's what will truly deepen that overall. Uh-huh. And really the most important part of prayer is just showing up. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hard to get prayer wrong. And technically it's not really you praying, it's the Holy Spirit in you praying through you mm-hmm. to God. So really you can start with your prayer with come Holy Spirit. And it can't really go wrong from there. (laughs) Oh, right. It kind of makes me less stressed to think of it in that simplistic way. Because when I'm first realizing the importance of prayer, it kind of like makes me freak out a little bit like, oh, what if I'm doing it wrong? (laughs) There's all these words like, how am I supposed to pray? We always wonder that. That's why I like to think of it, prayer, as just spending time with God. If I go to church and in front of the Eucharist, in front of the tabernacle, just being there in his presence, spending time with him, that's prayer. Even if I am not necessarily saying stuff the entire time. I don't have to feel bad for not talking the whole time. I'm just there Mm -hmm. in his presence. And that really helps to think of it in that way. It kind of gives you some peace and just relaxation in that... uh, frame of mind yeah it's not just like you're sitting on the couch chilling the time is made different by the presence Mm -hmm. of our lord yeah for sure um so yeah if you want to hear a whole lot more about monica's inspirations and all that good stuff you can check out her blog at desiringheaven.com 
Thank you, Monica, so much for joining us Thank today. Thank you so and much for having me. It was a joy to be here, and um, I really hope that you guys are inspired to uh, spend time with Jesus and build that relationship with him. It's really important, and it will give you ultimate joy that any of you, I'm sure everyone is looking for. Yes, it is one of the most important things of life. Like Monica said, that's what heaven is, is prayer, spending time with God for eternity, so... We got to practice on Let's earth. practice here while we're at it. Yes. <laughs> if we want to have it for eternity. <laughs> yeah, there's so much to prayer. It's so beautiful. And hopefully we can get more specific in the future with future episodes. But for now, thanks for listening. And God bless. And see you next time on the Vitamin J Podcast. <laughs>